Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, and um, in Canada, about 12%, one in eight men, will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetime. That's that's a lot. Um, it, it, in fact, it's one of the most commonly diagnosed cancers in Canadian men, not surprisingly. Now, you've probably heard of Movember, right? Campaign that started well, a few years ago now. Guys are encouraged to grow mustaches and raise awareness and money in the fight against prostate cancer. It's become a very successful fundraiser, very popular, a lot of people get in on it. And it all happened over, like I say, a a relatively short period of time. But what kind of an impact is it having? Let's find out. We're going to have a conversation now with Dr. Mike Fraser, who is the Director of Cancer Programming Implementation at Movember. Dr. Fraser, thank you for being here today. appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me, Shay. Like I said, Movember's been very successful. I know. I mean, so many people get in on it. Uh, it, it really has taken off, uh, which means that millions of dollars have been raised, and some of those millions are now going to be going to research right here in Alberta, right? Absolutely. You know, we have uh, just seen an overwhelming response over the last uh, 16 campaigns that we've been here in Canada. So it'll be our 17th campaign this year. And, uh, you know, Canadians have really shown their incredible generosity and their incredible commitment to this cause. Um, We've seen great investments and been able to make great investments, well over $107 million in in prostate cancer research programs right across the country, including some absolutely groundbreaking work that's been done in Alberta, um, in Edmonton, in Calgary, and right around the province. Just absolutely world-class research that we've been so fortunate to to be able to fund over the years. so let's talk about what's happening. It's, it's about $6 million, right, um, uh, that will be invested to fund global research grant programs. What, what, what's happening? Where, where will we see that money? Because we know the University of Alberta is part of it too, correct? That's right, yeah. So we'll be uh, announcing this uh, in a couple of days, but uh, I can give you a little sneak peek here. Um, yeah, we're going to be making a, a fairly sizable investment uh, right across the country. It's really part of not just a Canadian program, but really global programs um, that we'll be announcing. So um, we have a, pr- a program that will be doing some work around uh, preventing disease progression. So about a million and a half dollars across the country, including uh, representation there, right there in Alberta, uh, looking at men with what's called high-risk prostate cancer. These are men who, who are at a very high risk of, of having their disease spread outside of the prostate gland. And the question there is really, how can we use some of the more cutting-edge technologies, um, uh, artificial intelligence technologies, machine learning technologies, imaging, which is you know a huge uh, component of what's going on in Alberta. Um, how can we use those technologies to actually prevent or at least delay the progression of that disease into the more incurable state once it leaves the prostate? Uh, we'll be funding programs uh, right at the other end of the spectrum, which is to look at men who perhaps don't actually need to be treated for their prostate cancer at all. So um, about three-quarters of a million dollars going towards a personalized active surveillance program to try to identify who can actually be spared uh, being treated for their disease and, and consequently be spared um, all of the side effects that go along with that. Um, we're funding a program for a little over $2 million um, that will look at health equity and uh, how, you know, one of, the, one of the major problems we see is that 
you know, men of African or Caribbean descent, um, indigenous men, um, gay men, uh, transgender women, you know, they, these are people who get prostate cancer, but they have really a, a, a disproportionately uh, bad outcomes from their prostate cancer. They're diagnosed later, they're diagnosed at, at a more advanced age, and they have higher risk, risk of actually dying from their prostate cancer. And so the question is, you know, what are the factors at play that, that create these inequities? And can we actually um, identify programs that are uh, allowing these people to be treated more um, you know, get the best access to the best uh, treatment that we have available, uh, access them earlier, make sure they're getting diagnosed and, and screened as appropriate, um, really to get rid of some of those uh, major inequities that we see in the system. And, you know, when we're talking about one in eight Canadian men, doctor, that's, I mean, the numbers add up pretty quick. This uh, kind of research, this kind of funding potentially could could benefit ultimately millions of Canadian men, right? Absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's now around 25,000 men a year who are being diagnosed with, with prostate cancer uh, right here in Canada. And so, you know, that adds up every every single year. And, you know, we're doing a great job, actually. You know, if you're diagnosed in the very earliest stages of this disease, cure rates are well over 95 percent. Right. Very, yeah. very good yeah. cure rates. And that's really the key. Right. It's really the key yep. to, get, to get tested, to get diagnosed early. But even if you're not diagnosed early, we're doing such a great job now in terms of, of, of treating this disease, um, doing much better, more precision surgery, radiation, um, even for men with more advanced disease, you know, new drugs are coming on the market all the time that actually um, prolong life and, and make life, you know, improve quality of life. And so you're talking about men, you know, 25,000 new men being diagnosed every year, and they're living longer with their disease. And, you know, this is a disease where... You know the, the the average age of onsen is about 65, and so if you're if you're diagnosed at age 65, you know you've got a long life still ahead of you. Your people are living longer, and you know we have to make sure that we're not just treating the disease, but that we're treating the disease and make sure that people can go on and live um, high quality yeah, lives. Full um, lives yeah. You know, not thinking about their their prostate cancer. Go, go back to what we were talking about a second ago, and that's testing. That's early detection. What is the testing? I think I know. Is it still the same old test, or are there alternatives? I, I, I've heard people talk about a blood test. Yeah, so the, the, the typical way that most people sort of uh, engage with, uh, with prostate cancer for the first time is, you know, when they, when they turn 50 years old and they start having this conversation with their doctor saying, you know, should I be, should I be tested, should I be screened? And, and the test typically is what's called a PSA test, prostate-specific antigen test. It's a simple blood test. Um, and it will tell you whether or not the, the levels of this protein called PSA are high in the blood or not. And, and oftentimes, um, if, the, if the protein is high in the blood, you know, your levels are high, that may be indicative of, of prostate cancer. Unfortunately, one of the issues with PSA testing is that there's a lot of false positives with it. So mm -hmm. about three quarters of all people who get a, a, a high PSA reading will not actually have cancer. Um, but if you, if you do have cancer, you almost certainly will have a high PSA level. So, you know, the, the, there's always a trade-off, always a balance between how do we, we uh, make sure that we're screening enough people and making sure that people are taking an active role in their health, but also not over-diagnosing and, 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 and dealing with those false positives. But, you know, the recommendations that, that we give as November and, and that many of the, in fact, most of the clinical organizations uh, in Canada and around the world is that, uh, you know, as you approach age 50, start to have that conversation with your doctor um, uh, or your, your healthcare provider around what is my individual risk? Is testing right for me? Um, if you are of one of the, the, the ancestries that I mentioned earlier, uh, African men, sub-Saharan African men, uh, Caribbean 
uh, descent. You need to start having that conversation at age 40 to 45 because your risk is about two to three-fold higher uh, than, the, than the general population of developing prostate cancer. So you need to start having that conversation earlier. And the other one is if you've got a brother or your father who had prostate cancer, and, and I think a lot of people are surprised to hear this, if you've got a mother or sister who had breast cancer or ovarian cancer, those are also risk factors for, really? for prostate cancer. So you need to go have that conversation starting at 40 to 45. That's right. Interesting. Didn't know that. Hey, doctor, something I want to ask you, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. It's going to sound like I'm asking for myself, but I'm sure there's a lot of people listening in the same boat. I'm 51. You said start having the conversation with your doctor. I don't have a doctor. Dr. Fraser, my doctor retired a few years ago. Uh, there's 6 million Canadians right now that don't have a family doc. What do we do and how big of a risk factor is it that we don't have access to, like you say, this early detection and screening? Like, I don't have a family doc. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge, huge problem. And it's one of those, um, those issues that we're hoping to tackle around some of our equity grants that we'll be funding in our equity programs around, you know, if you live in, uh, in a rural area, let's say, where, you know, you can't, there just aren't family doctors. And even, you know, in urban centers where, you know, access to family doctors is limiting, you know, how do we, how do we make sure that we're, we're dealing with that? Um, that's a systemic problem. It exists everywhere. And it's something that, um, you know, we, we have to kind of, kind of tackle as a, as a society and make sure that we're starting to have that. Um, but what I can say to you is there are resources out there through, um, health clinics. Um, there are uh, organizations actually right there in Alberta that are offering mobile PSA okay. testing and some, you know, and we're trying to, to get that ramp, ramped up a little bit. Um, you know, the reality is that uh, when you're, when you're around 50 years of age, that's when you start to, you know, you start thinking about it. You're yeah. still not at that kind of average age where, where most people are being diagnosed, but you know, it's uh, it, unfortunately prostate cancer is a slow-growing disease in most cases, and so there is a kind of a window of opportunity there. But you know, you you don't want to you don't want to be pushing too too um, too high an age uh, before you start getting right. tested. So I would I would encourage you and anybody who doesn't have a a family doc to uh, you know to seek out public uh, uh, health clinics and and to look into other opportunities to. To, to get this test. Yeah, because like you say, early detection is the key here, right? It's very, very yeah. treatable, very survivable if you catch it early. Absolutely. Yeah, excellent. Doctor, great stuff. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here.